Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. It is December 10th. Week 14 is um It's in the books. It's in the books. If you won your fantasy championship, congrats. If you were like me, uh, and I was waiting Did for... Did you win your fantasy championship in I mean, 14? I, if, you, if you won your fantasy playoff game, I should say, wow, I'm getting... I'm getting I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about the championship all season. <laughs> it shows. Yeah. Uh, if you won your fantasy playoff this week, congratulations. If you had a bye week, even more congratulations. If you were one of those teams... Uh, in the consolation bracket, waiting to play till week fifteen. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, hopefully, we weren't the ones to get you there. A lot of Rick's advice last week was shoddy. It was last best. week was probably my worst week of the but year. I would have advised you to do the same. thing. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but <laughs> True Breeze against the Forty ers Yeah, seems like a, a bad. That play. doesn't seem like a good a good matchup to me. Yeah, and then he, like 40 uh, points later. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really weird week. Uh, tomorrow's booms and bust episode is about to get, get wild. There's a lot of really good plays and um, a lot of interesting stuff. So we got a lot to get to today. Waiver wire ads, streaming options, uh, quick reactions from the week. We're going to start with the news, and we got a lot of news to get to. This was a very injury, injury-filled week. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go over all of that uh, situations that you're going to have to figure out going into week 15 if you had guys that were hurt and you won. Um, before we get into the, new, into the news, though, check out our website, thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at the FF Champs on Twitter, at the Fantasy Champions on Instagram. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thefantasychampions. Subscribe wherever you listen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. Click the bell on YouTube for notifications. Leave a review. Share this podcast with your friends. Let's get right into the news. I don't even know how many minutes we... Two, two minutes and 31 seconds, and we got... Here, so that's good. There you go. And uh, this new segment's gonna be the new segment is gonna be quadruple that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, uh, we'll start with Thursday night football. No one got hurt besides Dak. Played the oh, whole, he, no. he played the whole thing, he played the whole game. Yeah, he's fine. But uh, Dak Prescott reportedly suffered a sprained left hand and injured his index thumb or uh, sorry, his index finger on his right hand. In, uh, so Thursdays. he had a sprained left hand and an indexed finger on his right hand. An injured index finger on his right hand. That's interesting. So how did uh, both hands get injured? Great question. No idea. Um, the right hand is uh, more concerning than the left hand. Hopefully the left hand. I don't care about the left hand, but the, the right hand needs to be okay. Uh, because there are going to be people who want to start Dak this week. Yeah. <laughs> and the Cowboys play the Rams? Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson had 10 points this week. Uh, oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. So uh, keep an eye on Dak's injury. If you do intend on starting him against Los Angeles, we'll probably go over later in the week whether you should or not. But um, if you intend on uh, starting him, keep an eye on him and make sure that uh, he's not hurt. If so, plenty of streaming options this week. None that you'll feel comfortable with, but 
it is what it is. Um, Diane Rossini from ESPN. I'm not sure if I said that right. She reports that the Titans are internally discussing a new contract for Ryan Tannehill. So this is non-injury news. Um, Ryan Tannehill has been absolutely awesome for the. He's he's been um, he's had some games that were interesting. He hasn't been like amazing, but I think Titan, Titans fans are realizing, oh, this is what it feels like to have a quarterback that can throw the ball. Yeah, because uh, you know. Mariota could not Mariota do that. Mariota could not do that. So this is good news for uh, right. I mean, well, Ryan Tannehill. Yes, it is good news. The for contracts him. for quarterbacks are always the Achilles heel. Now here's the problem. Yeah, is he going to get his big contract and then go back to Miami Tannehill? I think Miami Tannehill had something to do with Adam Gase. Even Miami Tannehill wasn't awful. Like they went nine and seven. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, if he continues to play the way that he is next year, then I think it's worth it. I would. I it, see it. As a smart general manager, I've never been a general manager, so I have no idea. If I was a general manager, we'd probably be a lot more popular. I should become a general manager. Imagine a GM of an NFL team hosting a fantasy football podcast. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's... You know who sucks? My player. Do not draft him in your fantasy league. He blows. Ryan Tannehill blows. He's like... I'm the GM of the Titans. Yeah, you're the GM of the Titans. Do not draft Ryan Tannehill. He absolutely blows. Do not start him this week. Yeah. Bet all of your money to not start him. <laughs> it's true. I would sign Ryan Tannehill to a one-year deal. See if he plays like this next year. And then if he does it two years in a row, then you can give him the money. They're going to give him the money. And that's a problem. See, the problem with... That sounds good in hindsight, but if they don't give him the money now, some like the Bengals are going to... And he's 31. Oh, yeah. So he wants to get paid. Now. And like if the, the Titans don't pay him... The Bengals or like some random so team like that is going to give them like mistake, a, a monster contract. Yeah, you're probably right. That sucks for Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> How many people draft Ryan Tannehill next year? That's the real question. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Quite a few. Probably. I'm a, that's ridiculous, but it's going to be quite a few. Um, I don't know. We talk about Tannehill later, but I do want to go over since he came in as a starter. He's been dynamite. Yeah, I think it was like week seven. He got off to uh, a little bit of a rough start this week and then dropped 41 points. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill oh, 41 points for the Since Titans, week seven, uh, Ryan Tannehill in seven games has has 158 fantasy points, and it ranks number three. The only guys ahead of him are Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. So Dang. Yeah, he's been good. Uh, Ian Rappaport confirms that the Panthers will, quote, attempt, unquote, to trade Cam Newton this offseason. Every time a report comes out about Cam Newton going to another team next year, whether through trade or them cutting him or whatever it may be, right? Yeah. Kyle Allen has an awful week. He throws like three picks. No, he's just been awful, I think. Yeah, he's just been bad. So they went went 4-0. Yeah. And he played well. Okay. And everybody was like, well, it's time to move on from Cam Newton. They have the next guy. Kim Newton's injury prone anyway. We don't want him, all this stuff. Since that moment, the last like six weeks, I think they're like one in five, and Kyle Allen has blown chunks. Yeah, he's been bad. He does not look like he's a good NFL quarterback. I'm sorry. No. Uh, I think, unfortunately, at this point, you have a better shot with Cam Newton than without him. I agree. We, we, Unless their plan is that. to. Unless you deal him for. Are they going to draft level. a quarterback? Or do they think Kyle Allen's the guy? Well, here's the thing is that if a guy like Tua falls out of the top five and then you trade him, and uh, Tua, I don't know if Tua announced that he's going to the draft, right? 
That's the thing. I don't think he has necessarily, <laughs> okay, right. but it's there was a big decision it's coming out of it. Expected that he's going. To okay, be. so uh, if he's in the draft and he falls out of the top five, which you know, and he I might. would I would think that the Panthers would trade up and trade away Cam Newton because if you're an organization looking for looking for a quarterback, would you rather have a quarterback who has proven himself in the NFL and can actually be somewhat good? Or an unknown that you think is going to be really good and could be a franchise guy. I Depends think, on the team. I, I honestly think a team, unless Drew Gulak continues to light it up, I think a team like Denver, who has a really good structure, would trade I don't for think a guy Denver like that. Would now. Not now that Drew Locke is yeah. playing good. Uh, but and he, we they, still got, wasn't Drew we Locke still got three weeks for him to completely screw up. So Did the Denver draft Drew Locke in the first round? I don't think so. I think it was like a third round. No. Was it a third round pick? Yeah, something like that. I remember pre-draft. Some people thought he was better than Daniel Jones. He might have been a first rounder. I could be wrong about that. He was drafted as if it was. It might have been like early second in the second round. Yeah, don't know what the pick was, but the second round. He was yeah. the forty-second pick overall. So that's like anyway a team early like second. a team like that that has the structure around. Like if if the if the Buccaneers really don't believe in a guy like like Cam Newton. I mean, um, James Winston. A team like that that has a good core group uh-huh. of guys would benefit from making a trade like that. But anyway, Cam Newton, trade block this offseason. We'll see what happens. Uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that this is an interesting situation, that Odell Beckham has been playing with a sports hernia that will require offseason surgery. Jay Glazer of Fox Sports reports that Odell... Uh, has told players and coaches on other teams that he wants out of oh, Cleveland boy. and in other. I don't know. It's Jay Glazer, so I, I'm not really. Jay Glazer's pretty good. He's good, but he's 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 not Schefter Rappaport, yeah. but he's he might be number. He's three. like he starts tier two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he but he's like the top of tier two. Yeah, that's true. Um, but <clears throat> so let's start with the Odell Beckham injury because Baker Mayfield had something to say about this. He said that uh, Odell had this sports hernia in the preseason. And he said that the uh, the uh, coaching staff and the and the medical staff or whatever you want to call the, uh-huh. the trainers, um, they kind of said you're like, oh, you can play through it, Odell. And Odell was like, okay. And Baker thinks that he should have gotten the surgery and just came back after like three or four weeks. Coach Baker, yeah, there you go, Baker. Oh boy, shouldn't be talking in front of the media. Yeah, I was going to say, but uh, that's the Browns Baker Mayfield. Are a mess, aren't they? That's the Baker Mayfield. I don't think they're that much of a mess. I think they just need a new coach, <laughs> which means they're a mess. Yeah. Um, Six and seven. Now, hold on. I don't think they'll fire Freddie Kitchens, but uh, I just saw a bunch of stuff today about Mike McCarthy. He's coming back this year. He actually this entire this season this year he's not well, not this season obviously but next year. But oh, he's, yeah, yeah, he's going to yeah. coach again. But apparently, he put a whole staff around him of like coaches that he wants, and they've been studying film. And going through like every single game during this NFL season, like spending time together, so every he, single NFL game, every single game. Holy cow! So, so they've been going uh, ham every single day. So he has not left. He's at his ranch, just watching film all day. Um, <laughs> That's a life, isn't it? So there you go, Mike McCarthy. Uh, this would be a great spot for him because what is what is like. Baker Mayfield always compared to it's he's like the gunslinger Brett Favre slash Aaron Rodgers right yeah and so what Mike McCarthy is Mike dealt McCarthy with, a good coach though I'm um, no I don't think he's a great <laughs> coach but he's good enough to get you places he might be better than Freddie Kitchens I'll give you that yeah anyway so uh, anyway Odell needs surgery to repair a hernia 
Right now, it looks like he's going to play through it, but there is a real possibility that the Browns Why? are just Aren't like they out of the playoffs at this point. This is what I'm saying. I don't know. They haven't been statistically or mathematically eliminated, but, but they're pretty much out. They're pretty much out. So Odell, I would think sooner rather than later, they're going to shut Odell down, give him the surgery, and move forward. Uh, just because you don't want, like, why would you have him continue playing if they still believe they have a chance? Yeah. Um, what is their record right now? They're, they're, they're six, six seven. and seven. Okay. So the there Colts is are six and seven. There is a shot. Now the problem is, don't the Steelers have the tiebreaker on them? Oh no! Well, actually, they play one more time this year. No, no, no. they've played twice, and each team has won once. The okay. Miles Garrett helmet game, the uh, the Browns won. Oh, that's right. And then they played. Two they played weeks again, ago, and, they and the Steelers won. Yeah. The Browns would be on a four-game winning streak if they won that freaking game. So, but because and that was huge because if they won yeah. that game, not only would they yep. be on a four-game winning streak, right? But right now, who's the sixth seed in the AFC? It's the Steelers. So right. if they would have won that game, they would have swept Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh would. They be, got a lot. They got a lot to do because they right need now, help too. They have to win out and would need help. The Raiders are six it's and unlikely. seven now. It's very unlikely. But you have the Bills who the are Titans too. You have the Bills who are locked in at yeah, nine and four. Yep. And so then you got you got the Steelers and you got the basically the Steelers and the Titans fighting out or for Houston that final or because they play twice. Houston Tennessee. One of twice. Houston. One of Houston Tennessee is. Gonna if win it's Houston, yeah. they're gonna get in. Yeah, most most likely. They're, but then you have underneath the, after eight and five, there's uh all the teams after eight and five or six and seven. So they need they so, need. But Pittsburgh a is lot Pittsburgh eight and five. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yes. So they're not they're not going to catch Pittsburgh. I don't think. No, they're not going to catch. Yeah, but you not only do or you Tennessee. Need, Tennessee eight and five too, right? You don't need Pitts. You don't just need Pittsburgh to lose a couple of games. You you also need Tennessee to yeah. lose a couple of games. So it's very very difficult. Obviously, if you still have hope that things are going to happen, you probably should. Which you're in La La Land, probably. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I don't know. I mean, for for me, I would shut down Odell. Yeah. Um, for fantasy purposes, this isn't great. Um, I know there's a team in our league that religiously starts Odell Beckham, even though he kind of blows every week. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't understand that. I don't know how many other people have been starting Odell. I know we haven't talked about him much on this podcast outside of. Every week we say, start him, he's, he could have a big game. It's like that game against the Jets in week two where you scored 25 fantasy points, and you're like, oh, maybe you can have that again. <laughs> All on one play, I guess. But So I, I would expect him to shut him down. We'll have, to, we'll have to see as the week goes along. But as far as the Odell Beckham wanting out situation, he said he doesn't really want out. He's mentioned it in a press conference he's like no that's not something that i i not not he didn't refer to this particular report but he said that he's here and this is his time like to be in cleveland and if he leaves he leaves if he doesn't he doesn't but he wants to be a brown kind of Mm -hmm. that that type of thing teamy stuff but odell has reportedly this is the report is that in the last month he told one of the teams he's played over the last three weeks three weeks come and get me that's what he said over the last three or four weeks. That's New England. Which is most likely, probably. Which is New England. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Was it New England? No. That was a while ago. It was over the It was over the stretch. I think it was over the stretch of um, Seattle, Patriots, and Broncos. I have no idea. It was, it was a tweet, but anyway. If One of them was the Patriots, and I would think... <laughs> 
That's probably the most it's likely. It's probably one. the most likely scenario because he's he would want to go to a winner. He hates losing, so. And that's the only thing he's pretty much. It done. is probably a one percent chance that he gets traded, and it's yeah, even that, even that, I, I doubt, doubt it. Him getting traded once was a lot, so that's highly unlikely. If he requests another trade too. That's a bad look for him. Yeah, but the Patriots would be all over it. I know they would, but like I'm talking like league wise. We already wasted our time with a second round pick on Sanu. Now we're just gonna give all that of our draft picks away. That was a really yeah. bad trade. Anyway, uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that the Titans have not had extension talks with Derrick Henry. So uh, I just thought I'd throw that in there because that is news. NFL Networking and Rappaport confirmed that uh, Mark Andrews, who once again had more knee problems. Is uh is considered minor. So this is the second time this year that he's had a minor knee injury. Long term, that's probably not good. Uh, but for your fantasy not. season, that's, that's good. That's all right. So he's fine. He's good for now. Let's get to the uh the problems over the next ten minutes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. How many injuries there were this week? So we have Bruce Arians. Uh, he said that Mike Evans is very doubtful to play. In fact, he said he'd be shocked if Mike <sighs> Evans played again this year. Um, the Buccaneers are out, right? They're not probably probably they're not going to make it. They're All six right. and seven. <clears throat> yeah, so they're in the NFC, out. which is a stronger. Right. Um, so Bruce Arians was said he would be shocked if uh, if Mike Evans plays again this season. That would be smart for him. Um, and um, I'll just get to the other Bruce Arians news. Uh, that's a little bit further down, I believe. I, I can't find it. Um, oh, there it is. Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians also says that Jameis Winston, who had a thumb injury this Sunday, will get a second opinion on a for, uh, on his fractured thumb. Uh, they got x-rays, and the test showed that there was a small fracture in his throwing hand. He had an injury early in the game, left for like maybe a drive. Jameis Winston. Okay. Maybe left for a drive mm-hmm. and then came back and played the rest of the game. So that would lend you to believe that he's okay. But if Bruce, I mean, if uh, Jameis Winston does have to miss time, you also are losing out on Mike Evans. That leaves Chris Godwin all on this island, all by himself, with no quarterback and a double team. Yeah. That's not. That doesn't seem so. That's not good. I'm not. Here's the Winston my, thing I think would actually really hurt. If Evans Winston plays. If Winston plays, I think he could, he'll be probably be fine. Chris Godwin will be fine, and everyone's like, "Well, what if he gets doubled? He's going to get doubled." Relax, he's playing Houston, and he's playing—I <laughs> don't even Detroit. remember Detroit. And I'm like, I'm not worried about it. I yeah. really, I'm really not. Those two teams are just not good at defending. So it's like, I think Chris Godwin will be fine. But if Winston. Is hurt though. That's concerned. That is legit. I have concerned. Chris Godwin, and I would consider benching him for like Robert Woods or somebody like that, just because I I don't trust any quarterback. Yeah, it's funny because no one really trusts James Winston anyway. But at least Winston but throws least the ball Winston like fifty times again. Fifty times. Well, I don't think that changes despite the quarterback. Yeah, it might. It might. Uh, if he doesn't believe in the quarterback. Yeah, that's true. But uh, so Mike Evans is most likely done. If you have Mike Evans, what are you what are you looking to do at this point? Um, cry. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I mean, hopefully you have a good good bench yeah. that you can you can't you obviously we'll talk about waiver wires later. But yeah, there's oh. some guys out there that we could discuss. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna get Mike this Evans so production, tough. but this is where. Uh, in fantasy football, you should have a backup plan. 
you should yeah. uh there was like or at least have options i've had i've had many a seasons in fantasy football where i make tons of trades and empty my bench out uh-huh. and then it gets to the end of the season this happened to me last year uh, it gets to the end of the season and the guy like kareem hunt uh gets us gets cut and suspended by the nfl <laughs> and then i lose out on a top three running back all season and so I'm like, oh, crap. So I run to the waiver wire, I pick up Spencer Ware or whoever the hell I picked up at the time. And he just didn't suffice. I should have picked up Damian Williams. But anyway, I think it's uh, it's interesting to – don't at, – when you get later in the season, don't sell your whole bench. Yeah. Like, I, I Yes, sell your whole bench for a stud if you need one. But if you sell all of your depth and then the guy gets hurt, uh, I don't care who the handcuff is. It's just going to kill your team. So – Always have yeah. a backup plan um, and try to make that happen. Like, you should have a backup plan for Mike Evans. If you don't have another wide receiver, you're freaking screwed. Pretty much. So there's that. Um, Jets tight end Ryan Griffin was forced from uh, Sunday's game against the Dolphins with an ankle injury. So there goes Chris Herndon slash Ryan Griffin. <laughs> They're both gone. They're both gone. So what do we do now? Uh, well, screw the Jets. They yeah. stink anyway. <laughs> they play on Thursday night. Just don't even. Oh, yay. People, well. Against Baltimore. Yeah, I know the reason there is a there is a reason to watch that game yeah. Lamar, but that's it. Um Yeah, that's not good. Uh ESPN uh, ESPN's Adam Schefter reports that Juju Smith Schuster is quote iron unquote a return uh against the Bills in week fifteen. Um I wouldn't start him against the Bills. No. So there's that. Uh, Devontae Parker was forced from Sunday's game with a concussion. That's all we know about Devontae Parker. If it is a concussion, and he goes into concussion protocol and probably has to miss a week. There goes the one playable Dolphin. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jared Cook also had a concussion against the 49ers. Um, yeah, that didn't look good. Yeah, it didn't look good at all. He, uh, did you watch? Yeah. Yeah, did you see his second touchdown? Yeah. Where he got the concussion and he caught the ball and he just like dropped it and like looked like he just like went yeah. limp. That's, That's scary. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he probably won't play for a couple weeks. It would be my guess. So if you have Jared Cook, you got to tilt to another tight end. Yep. Um, Calvin Ridley uh, announced that he's out for the season via an Instagram post. So this happened on Sunday. Apparently, I don't fully know the story, but Calvin Ridley collapsed on the sidelines with an abdominal injury. Oh, and he I was, didn't car- watch the he game, was carted off. The field. This is like news that no one is talking about, um, and there's a lot of teams that were starting Calvin Ridley. Uh, so yeah, uh, if you had Calvin Ridley as your wide receiver too, he's out for the season now. He's done. He will not play for the rest um, of the season. Th- what does this mean for Julio? I would good assume good things because of the red zone. Because, well, I mean, he doesn't get targeted in the red zone. I feel like this would it, red zone targets. Austin Hooper gets an upgrade, but. I think Julio has gotten a lot of targets taken away from him because of the presence of Calvin Ridley, obviously. Uh-huh. So I think what you've gotten from Julio Jones before, you can probably expect a little bit better, but he's had such a bad season. When you know a bad season for Julio, I should say. Yeah, he's, he still gets um, like ten points a week. But no, he's been yeah, he's still good, but he's not like he's not what you had last year, where you got like yeah. fifteen to twenty points a game out of him. So. It's been concerning for Julio, but maybe this is a silver lining uh, if you are a Julio owner. Um, I don't know. We'll have to see if it does affect him. I think it would improve. I, th- his, I would assume that it might improve his production a little bit. It, so it should help. Where yeah. Calvin Ridley owners cry, Julio Jones owners celebrate. <laughs> 
Um, according, do not celebrate an injury. Yeah, do not celebrate an injury. Uh, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, uh, Rashad Penny is going to miss the remainder of the season. He's out for the season. It's been announced by the Seahawks with a knee injury that he suffered in Week 14's loss to the Rams. So unfortunate. Um, this means Chris Carson also gets a yeah. massive upgrade Which, as what well. were you saying like two weeks ago? I thought that's... Uh, I told you. Rashad Penny I was told on you. his way. I Okay, you tell me when you predicted an injury. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. All I said was, this has happened like three times in the season. Everybody freaks yeah. out. Rashad Penny got a touchdown. Woohoo! Yeah, but he had... Dude, he had, he had 18 and 20. I know, because they went with the hot hand in the game. But they, yeah. the very next week, they're going to go right that's back to Chris hot. Carson. They, they, which they did. They used Penny a little bit, but not nearly game? as much. I, I see you can't really because <laughs> you were like the fumble. He got hurt. I know, but I'm just saying they were going. They went back to Carson anyway. Please, they did. I know Carson's the starting running back. They were just giving Rashad Penny more work, and he was looking really good with the work. I've never seen somebody root so hard against Rashad. <laughs> Poor guy. I'm not. I'm not rooting hard against. He's him. over I'm here with saying. a torn in ACL. Look, I'm not, I, well, dude. I, you're put. You're putting words. In my have mouth. some sympathy, my dude. No, uh, it's sad that he uh, he does have to miss the remainder of the season. But Chris Carson, did he tear his ACL? Was that? I, I don't think it's an ACL injury. Okay, I was going to say. I think it. it's like a, a um, an MCL sprain or something like that. It's it's something that'll keep him out at least like a few weeks. Yeah, enough to not have him for the postseason at least. Um. But anyway, that's good news for Chris Carson owners. If you do own Chris Carson, uh, you can expect an upgrade in work. Mm-hmm. I don't even know who the third string running back is. So. Couldn't tell you. Um, TJ Chark left the stadium with a protective boot on his injured left foot. Um, my goodness. Wide receivers are dropping. Like yeah, flies. they are. Imagine you so, have uh, DJ uh, Chark, <laughs> Calvin Ridley. <laughs> What if your three receivers were and Mike Evans, Mike Evans, uh, Devontae Parker, and like DJ Chark? Toast. And you're just screwed in you're one done. week. You're done. Or you pick up some waivers. Yeah. Uh, Jaguars coach Doug Marone said that uh, he is week to week. So I don't think you should be super concerned about the DJ Chark thing. You're going to watch the practices this week, see if he I continues actually, to be a I'd problem. I'd expect him to probably not play. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him to play this upcoming Sunday just because – uh, the Jags are done. So right. Uh, Patrick Mahomes injured his right throwing hand in Sunday's victory. Chiefs head coach Andy Reid said that uh, the hand is okay and that there has been no break. He was like kind of rubbing it in the first quarter and then uh, then he was fine. Yeah. So I wouldn't be concerned about Mahomes. Uh, Daniel Jones is expected to uh, the high ankle sprain that he suffered is expected to keep him out two to four weeks. So we finally get so reports that's on that. Probably rest of the season. Rest of season for him, he's done unless he can come back for week seventeen, which um, I don't know why they. I would don't do think that. they would. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Not that re-injuring a high ankle sprain right before the season ends means anything, but like it won't affect him next year. Um, but I, that doesn't really. I mean, the only thing that hurts is the any target on the Giants. Yeah. So um, interim head coach Bill Callahan ruled Darius Geis out for week 15. He suffered another knee injury. Ugh. Yeah. He was looking good, too. I know. He tweeted out, he's like, he was. He said, I was just getting going, too, and tweeted all his stats out from like the last two games. <laughs> he tweeted his own stats. Yeah. Wow. Such a clown, dude. Have you seen this guy in practices and stuff? No. 
He's a clown. Is he? Yeah. He's oh. not he's not like a That kind of makes like, me like him though. He's not Antonio Brown clown. He's just like he's like Jamal Williams almost. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's like he jokes around all the time and yeah. Um uh, but anyway, that's uh unsettling news for Darius guys. Um I only put the Foster Moreau will will miss the remainder of the season news in here because Darren Waller gets so many touchdowns stolen from him. Dude, this is the Raiders are re- receiving core is dropping like flies to yeah. the point where it's only Darren Waller. <laughs> of course. I'm getting excited, baby. Playoff chase. I'm going for a chip with my Darren Waller. Let's get it. Mr. Eight points per game. Yeah, dude. He's number two in uh, fantasy. I Titans. do not know how. Yeah. Uh, it's because consistency. Eight <laughs> eight to 12 points a game for a tight end well, makes you a top also, five tight end. It's also that and Ertz and Kittle have been injured and Hooper missed oh, four please. weeks. And Hunter please. Henry missed six weeks please. or five oh, weeks. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, no, he's since very, he's come he's back, very good. has outscored Darren Waller every single week but one. That's true. <laughs> so, anyway. I'm just saying, bro. And then the final piece of news. Uh, Auden Tate sprained his MCL in his left knee again. Uh, <laughs> again? Yeah, dude. He's... Jeez. Poor I don't guy. know if it's again. I'm sorry. But he's going to be done probably for the year. I yeah. Guess. So, lots of tight end injuries this week. Auden Tate is a receiver, though. Uh, uh, what did you say? An annotated receiver, yes. So you well, you're saying lots of tight end injuries after you did I say tight end? Yeah, oh, flip. Well, lots of lots receivers. of white. You yeah. I said receivers. No, you said tight ends, bro. I did not. You just did. Uh, that's a okay. flip. We lots can run of, back the tape. Lots, lots of wide receiver injuries this week. Um, let's get into some of our quick reactions. We got to really go quick with our quick reactions, yeah. Um, and then we got wave wire editions and QB screamers really fast. Let's get to our quick reactions. So, uh, Drew Brees, the man of the hour, 45 fantasy points. I would love, I would love oh. to see the percentages. You can wrote, there, there were people, uh, I saw uh, one of the uh, most prominent, uh, respected fantasy analysts in the industry, uh-huh. uh, Brad Evans. I love this guy. He literally, he, every time somebody roasts him on Twitter, he retweets it and makes fun of the person. It's so funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. But so some guy was like freaking pissed that he told him to bench Drew Brees this week. So mad. He like retweeted it and he said, he like always, because they, they always make fun of him because he's, they say he's like an expert. He never calls himself an expert. So he like puts expert in quotation marks and he said, yeah. I'm not an expert. I just try to help you make informed decisions based on rational, uh, statistical, like, anything and uh, it's so funny but he 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 but he was one of the people that said bench drew Brees. I we said bench drew Brees. Too. Yeah. you were on that list i would have said the same thing um against san francisco you don't expect drew Brees to do that now i'd love to see the percentages of individuals who started drew Brees this week because drew Brees was facing san francisco well i can tell you what it was on nfl.com he's owned in 97 percent of leagues yeah he was started in 30 percent of them how do you know that it says on the app. Oh, flip. <laughs> Didn't know that was a thing. So 30 out of 97. I guess. So those 30% some odd people. And I get, I can guarantee you about 20% of them just have them in their starting lineup and don't check it. Because they weren't paying attention. So it was about like, I probably so like 10%. Congratulations to the individuals that started Drew Brees. Against the 49ers. Against the 49ers. Wow. Okay. Who going into the game was ranked second against quarterbacks. Yeah. 
The previous week before that, Drew Brees went up against the Falcons, who ranked 30th against the yes. quarterbacks and scored 12 fantasy points. So to defend us in a way, we don't really need defense. We can be wrong sometimes. It happens. But uh, we cannot. We don't have a magical crystal ball that we can look into for fantasy football advice. No, I mean that's fantasy football though. You're gonna get you're gonna get good games and you're gonna get bad games. The, the guys, key is to get more good than bad. Yeah. Um. So. All <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, sometimes you're just gonna completely miss things. I mean, yeah. if you told me it was in New Orleans, so that's the one caveat that makes you think, oh, well maybe he'll have a good game. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like that's a number two pass defense in the NFL. They've been so good this year. But Drew Brees puts up 45 fantasy points. He burned so many people. Everyone really is did. angry. There is somebody in our league that owned Drew Brees, and they started Tom Brady. <laughs> oh. Okay, let's back the truck up. If you decided not to stream, right, uh-huh. and you had Tom Brady and Drew Brees, I don't care if Drew Brees is playing San Francisco. I'd probably start probably would have started breeze over over brady but anyway if you had to like put a gun to my head i would have chosen breeze over brady but i don't know um he burned a lot of fantasy teams thank god it wasn't me so there's yeah, that this is probably my worst week ever but it stuck the sits like yeah and ever just talking it's a weird week in fantasy. I, all my all my sits had good weeks <laughs> yeah jared cook two touchdowns Ooh. two breeze Allen Robinson. Yeah. As long as you get the starts right, that's all that matters. Uh, Kirk Cousins was a start. Sits. uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, Who else did I have? Cortland Sutton. I don't know how good Cortland Sutton did this week. Me neither. Cortland Sutton had five points. Dude, what the hell? I flipped, bro. This week was. I'm curious to see mine. Who was. But anyway. Uh, So Drew Brees burned a lot of fantasy teams. I love Drew Brees, but um, not enough to start him against San Francisco. <laughs> or any week in December. Uh, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be what? the reverse of what happened this week. So many people are going to start Drew Brees next week because he got 45 fantasy points, and mm-hmm. he's going to get like seven. Probably. Who is yeah. he playing this week? No idea. He's up against 49ers. This week he's home against the Colts, so he'll probably do good. Uh, I don't think so. I, well, he might get 12 to 15. Against the Colts. Home? Yeah. Winston just put up like 38 against the Colts. Okay. But Drew Brees. I know. You got to remember these quarterbacks in December, these old men. Maybe Drew Brees is just in a different trend. Uh, who knows? Maybe he's changing the trend, dude. Yeah. He's well, only because well. he missed seven weeks. <laughs> he broke his hand. Anyway, Joe Mixon is back. Uh, he has had in the last couple weeks, I think it's 16, 17, they had like a six-point game. They had a 15-point game, and now he's had a 26-point game. So since that point, he's actually been really good. Wow. Yeah. Joe pretty, Mixon's pretty not a garbage game. can anymore. He's <laughs> not not a garbage can. Is the... <laughs> he was so bad earlier this He was. Season. Yeah, no, he's actually been since week eight, he's been really, really good. Yeah, let me pull up let me pull up the numbers for him. Since week, week eight, eight yeah, he has had eight. 15, 16, 16, 7, 15, 26. So he currently so he's getting like fifteen a week. In half PPR through so week eight, eight to fourteen. Which he did have a bye week in between then too. Joe Mixon is the running back five. So he's wow. been he's been a lot better <laughs> as of late. Um and this could 
Now, here's the unfortunate thing. We'll talk about this a little bit later this week, but Joe Mixon has a matchup against the New England Patriots this week. Uh-oh. Which is so gross. In your fantasy playoffs, every week I was like, okay, I need a running, I need a, a running back for my flex. I want a running back for my flex. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out and offer maybe uh, Julian Edelman or somebody for a running back. Oh, Joe Mixon. Maybe that's a maybe that's an okay deal. Yeah. And then I saw his playoff matchups, and I was like, all set, <laughs> all set. I did it like three times, hoping that it would be different. But anyway, just hoping that he'd just be playing against different people. Yes. Um, Drew Locke, is he the uh, franchise quarterback? The Broncos finally, finally. I'm finally, gonna say yes, just because of his got. Buzz Lightyear celebration. Which was a 10 out of 10 celebration, by the way. Did you see that? What? His touchdown celebration is Buzz Lightyear. Oh, no. He took the play sheet on his wrist and, yeah. like, was pretending he was, like, shooting with it like Buzz Lightyear. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, this is a guy. I, I, wow. I sound like I sound like one of those draft experts. Here's a guy. No, uh, Collinsworth. Yeah. Like, Sunday night Chris football. Collinsworth here. Now, here's a guy. Here's a guy. Drew Locke. Yeah. Drew freaking Locke. Here's a guy. His scouting report said that he was not good at football. Who's who, okay? Can I? Who said that? Uh, almost every NFL scout. Are you sure about that? They said that they He's would not rather good at football. Maybe that was Daniel Jones. Not He's, not not the good not good at football. It might be Daniel Jones. I don't know. Um, they were working. It was either Daniel Jones or Drew Locke. Say the rest, were, and I might be able to. Okay, okay. They were working out Drew Locke at tight end. Are you sure like, this was Drew Locke? It I wasn't Daniel so. Jones. Think, it definitely wasn't Daniel Jones, though. They, yeah, it might have and, been Drew Locke. I don't know. But apparently they were working him out at other positions. Because there was legitimate people that thought he was the second best quarterback in this draft. Yes, uh, analysts from the outside world. But NFL... Like scouts, the, scouts were saying that they didn't like him, and they were trying him out at other positions to try to, and so that's why. And apparently, when he got drafted and he came into camp, that's why he didn't win the starting job over Joe Flacco or didn't have yeah. a chance at it because they said he was so far from where he needed to be. Well, he also had a thumb injury too. Yeah. So I, I, I thought there was a. Really he's good. good. <laughs> I thought there was a really good chance before the draft. I like Drew. Locke. I wish we have do we have, we have tape on it, but I I said that I thought I was hoping the Patriots would draft him as a Patriots fan. Yes, because I think he's has a very good chance of being the second best quarterback in the draft behind Kyler Murray. Yeah, because I don't know. he has a cannon. I, I have to I have to look it up. He has the, out of every out of the top four quarterbacks getting drafted: Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, and, and Kyler Murray. Yeah, Drew Locke has the biggest arm. First round arm talent, as Mike Mayock would say. Yeah, his name is Paul Locke. What? Yeah, I'm just making things up now. Say, is that his dad? <laughs> I don't know. I literally the link on this website says Paul, Paul Locke, Locke, and then it goes to Drew Locke. Not really sure what that means. Um, NFL concert, Matt Stafford. So yeah, I think that's a that's a good, very good comparison. Draft projection round one. I mean, I don't know. I, I'd, I'm just reading off reports here. I, that was a while ago, so I could be talking about a completely different player. Forgive me. Um, but let's move on. So you think Drew Locke could be a franchise quarterback for the for the uh, Broncos? I think he can. I mean, we, we need to see a lot more. Obviously, it's yeah, one, one game. game. not enough for you? <laughs> I mean, wait a minute. 
that was one really good game. Maybe it is. 309 and three no, touchdowns. I mean, we, have, go, we have to see how he does. No, that's true. But he, he, he definitely has the ability to do it, in my opinion. No, that's true. Um, and then finally, Todd Gurley uh, was reported uh, before Sunday that or uh, before the Sunday game started in the morning time on Sunday morning because it's when all the good reporting from Adam Schefter happens. Just queue up your Twitter and keep reloading until <laughs> you get information that you want. Uh, Todd Gurley is reported now to – they said they're going to give him all the work again. They're going to do it like they did last year, give Todd Gurley every freaking snap. He had 24 carries, right? Uh-huh. And then tw- I think it was four catches, so that's 28 touches. He came down. He, had, he came, had 24 carries for 79 yards, though. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, he did that last year against tough matchups. But he had the 24 carries. Yeah. It's, it's, is, the only yeah. thing that matters to me is that it's, it's Todd Gurley. So it's like if he gets 28 touches in a game, he's like, going to score 20 fantasy points. It's 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 a lock. Well, he had 28 touches first, 19 fantasy points. So. <laughs> oh, well, oh, boy, one fantasy point less. I'm just saying, Does that matter? Bro. I'm just saying, bro. That's What's the difference funny. between 19 and 20? No, if he's right going to get 28 touches a week, obviously. There's like, he's there's like, be- there's like thousands of people right now going, uh, there's a big difference between 19 and 20 because I lost my game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by one point. Yeah. Oh, uh, I feel for you in playoff week. But anyway... Todd Gurley's getting the work, um, and he's he's back. He's yeah, he's getting the touchdowns. He had a monster run in that game. Not a big like breakaway run, but it was like to score a touchdown and the stiff arm. Yeah, the stiff arm, and he looked really good. So, um, just if he gets twenty eight carries against a good matchup, or twenty eight touches. Yeah, he's gonna or twenty eight touches. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have a big game. So, just if they keep giving him the work, I wouldn't be scared on uh, on uh, I almost said Drew Locke, um, Todd Gurley. So let's talk quickly uh, our waiver wire pickups for the week. This is obviously an important week for waiver wire um, because there have been a lot of injuries, not a lot of running back injuries. So I think we're okay there. Uh, give me one. Give me one waiver wire pickup at the running back position that you want. On the running back position, gosh, I don't know. It's not really just one. I, if I see Patrick Laird on this list again, I'm gonna. Kill so myself. I want. I want to hear your answer first. And then, because I have somebody in mind. So I'm, I'm going to say, <clears throat> I don't want to take the, it's not, uh, this is not based on the rankings. This is based on the fact that uh, our good friend, Josh Jacobs, has a shoulder injury that's probably going to okay, keep him yep. all the rest of the season. So DeAndre Washington would be my choice. That's um, who mine is too. Because he had a very good week this week in the absence of Josh Jacobs and I think that he could continue to do that. And if if Josh Jacobs con- con- continues to not play, then Washington could be a great late-season pickup. Mm, yeah, now I'm trying to find out how long Josh Jacobs is out, if he does miss time. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, and that's a handcuff situation too. Right. So he might not even be out there in your league if somebody decided to handcuff. Him. Yeah. But is anybody can, that smart, so though? You, no. <laughs> DeAndre Washington and let's listen to our show. Unless you listen to our DeAndre show. Uh, Washington, he he had 14 carries, 53 yards, which is kind of gross. Yeah, but he had a touchdown, and he had six receptions. Yeah, for 43 yards. He was is, the receiving back before. Yeah, so he if he gets 14, 15 carries next week against Jacksonville, who ranks 29th against running backs. Yeah. He should have a very good week. He's facing week 15 Jacksonville and week 16 Los Angeles. If Josh Jacobs misses the rest of the season with the shoulder injury mm-hmm. 
or at least two weeks. Um, I don't want to say it, but this could be a little sneaky league winner right here <laughs> in DeAndre Washington. It's so gross, but That's, it's true. That is gross. It's we, so we true. We thought Jalen Samuels could be that too once James Conner went down. Yeah, it's true. That's very true. And just with the matchup and the fact that he's yeah. going to get 20 touches. If, especially if you have Josh Jacobs on your team. Uh, Washington. He said he was owned. 14 for 50? He had f- It was like 14 for 50-something. Yeah, that's not bad. 14 for 53, that's 3.8 yards a carry. So, yeah, that's not not bad. Hold on. Are you sure? Yeah. I have the I have yards yeah, yeah, right. per carry. That's gross. <laughs> um, but it's better than Todd he, Gurley. Tennessee has a good defense, so that was a, you know, a dif- a, not a difficult matchup, but a, a little bit harder. So Harder than Jacksonville. DeAndre Washington, to me, would probably, I mean, if you need a running back, I would say that he's probably the pickup of the week. Yeah, um, I agree. And if you got ahead of it, up. you got him. Good for you. Um, is there anyone else at running back that you really wanted to discuss? Or uh, No, I think receivers are where it's at. Okay. All right. Let's just move straight into receivers because, I mean, uh, you could – this is something that I played around with a little bit was the Darwin Thompson pickup uh, because Darrell Williams, Damian Williams both out. LaShawn McCoy is an old man. Damian Williams did get a – I mean, Darwin, Darwin Thompson – did get a couple of uh, reps in this game. I, I can't remember how many, but he was not good. Uh, it was against New England, so I would not think that he was going to be really good in that game. But he he had, uh, I believe it was nine touches or eight touches in the game, uh-huh. um, and so he didn't have an awful game. But he didn't get any. He's, he went had four rushes for seven yards. So um, in the Chiefs' offense, if he does get like fifteen touches in a game. I he think could he could he could be really good, yeah. but against New England, it's it's not. That's the only other one. If you desperately desperately need a waiver wire running Who back are they this, week, this week, I don't remember. Um, hold on, let me pull it up because I will tell you instantly. I think I want to say it's like Denver. I think yeah, it's Denver. Okay, um, Denver and Chicago. So it's not a good matchup. No, it's not too against uh, Chicago is a better matchup. But uh, anyway. So we got um, – let's move into wide receivers. We got uh, A.J. Brown, which I'll start off with at the top of the board. Um, yeah. What did I tell you? I don't know, man. I think it's just the Ryan Tannehill it's effect. It's gross. You know it's gross. It's so gross. It's I guess, so gross. I guess You don't the- like it because it's gross. But I am not wrong when I say rip your pants off and just start them because – uh, he could have a big week. He could have a big week. If you're in a, if you're I guess if you're in need of a boomer bust, he can. If you're in the fantasy championship. So last three weeks he's week. been do- <laughs> imagine being in the, in the fantasy championship start AJ Brown. Yeah, dude. Um you would you would imagine a lot of people be doing that. Yeah. That might be me if I make After, it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's my wide one. receiver too. <laughs> there you go. Um get it. <laughs> yeah, no, but so he got thirty one points this week. Yeah. He had five catches for hundred and fifty three yards, two touchdowns. Seven targets. It was two monster plays, and then he had six and twenty-one. So the last three weeks he's been fantastic. Before that, though, he had two ten eight nine three three twenty-two uh, zero point nine four. Yeah, I 11. think that's just rookie. Here's the big thing: is that we talk about rookie wide receivers and how they don't normally play well in their rookie season. Um, they're usually inconsistent, i.e., Calvin Ridley. But guys, so, guys. Like, which is why McLaren and Marquise Brown early in the season were a little bit surprising because this normally doesn't happen. What normally happens is these wide receivers like A.J. Brown come in and they're okay 
for the majority of the first half of the season. Like they have like a maybe one huge game, twenty two points for him, but the yeah. rest of the time is just garbage. And then as you get to the second half of the season, usually like the last five, six games, the player starts to figure the NFL out and they start to play a lot better. So is this the last two games that you just mentioned, is this AJ Brown starting to come out of a shell a little bit, especially with, with uh, Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. It could be, but it also could be still rookie inconsistency because if he comes back right. and lays an egg, it's going to be like, well, he's a rookie. Here's, here's my big thing is that I think A.J. Brown, to me, if you have the, if you have the roster spot, A.J. Brown is a must pickup. Okay. Um, and I, this is very similar. Like, I'm not going to pick up DeAndre Washington in my league just because – like, if I pick up DeAndre Washington, there's nothing I can do with him. You know what I mean? Like, he's just going to sit on my bench for two weeks. Yeah. Unless I'm trying to block somebody else from getting him. That's not good for me. But a team who needs a running back, go out and get DeAndre Washington. For me, any team should run out and pick up A.J. Brown. And I'm not starting him this week. Who does he play? I, I think they're playing the Houston. No, that's not right. It, playing, I think uh, it is Houston. Yep, it's Houston. Okay. So, that's a good matchup for A.J. Brown. You're going to find out this week. Unfortunately, for me, what I would do is pick him up because he's a must pick up and let him sit on your bench for one week. What's his matchup for week 16 again? Uh, the Saints. Okay, so that's another good matchup. So see if A.J. Brown gets the target share in this game and has a good game because if he does those two things. What if you have Mike Evans and you need to start? I'm okay with starting A.J. Brown this okay. week. But I think... I think he is a must pick. Like this is a kid that could be really good the rest of the season, and if you if you let somebody else pick him up and you get the fantasy championship and Avery Brown gets twenty points at the end of the season <laughs> and you get toasted yeah. because you didn't pick him up, just even if you don't use him rest of the season, so I, just pick him up. I actually, as much as it seems like I dis, I'm disagreeing with you and disgusted, yeah. I am disgusted, but I do think he should, probably should be must pick up just because yeah. how many receivers have been injured and his yeah. boom ability, right. Because he can get like a. I just wish. Week. I wish his floor was higher. Yeah. Like if you could guarantee me eight points, I would be okay starting him but just he, for the ceiling. He's not. He's just not gonna because he he's gonna either get five catches for 150 yards. I and think touchdown. he can if he gets seven to eight targets a game though. That's that's the difference. Maybe if he gets eight targets, yeah. But I can't, I can't remember. I think what if he is. gets eight targets, well, a do you know his play. average? I, um, let me see if I can put it up. Pull it up. The average yards per reception that he gets in per Ooh, game. Yeah, that's a good stat to look up. Um, he gets on the season twenty. Well, that's what he's a, he's the deep. He's, right. He's like. But if he gets targeted Stephon seven Diggs times and bit. catches three passes, he's already got sixty yards. So that's your floor. That's your seven points. Yeah. So it's like in half PPR yeah. and half PPR and full PPR. You're talking about nine points, but it's like. I don't know. I feel like, like I said, there's not been a lot of guys the last couple of weeks that have been must pickups for me, but this is one of them. You know what I mean? Like the last couple of weeks, I've been like, oh, you should pick up AJ Brown. If you need to start him, you need a big performance. You're facing a really good team and you need a big game. You can start. Now I'm starting to think, okay, AJ Brown might actually be able to do something rest of the season if mm -hmm. he shows with Ryan Tannehill the connection. And that's what we got to see next week. I, if you have to start AJ Brown, you don't have any bench players. Mike Evans got hurt, or Calvin Ridley got hurt. I'm okay starting AJ Brown next okay. week. Okay, but if you're a team that doesn't uh, doesn't have any guys, then don't start him. Yeah, if you if you already have wide like if you got Julian yeah, yeah, or Flex, don't. don't be starting right. AJ Brown over him. Uh, but anyway, uh, is there any other wide receivers? Uh, there is one other guy that I have my eye on. Don't catch the Beasles again. 
What does that mean? <laughs> Do like oh, Cole Beasley. <laughs> I thought you meant like, he's on here every week. Sorry, right. I know he he's, he's the honorable mention. So with Mike Evans, every out. episode that we have, we just straight we we go okay. You can at the end you can add Cole Beasley. He's he's okay. Do you pick up any Tampa Bay wide receivers? So the only guy that I would consider picking up right now is probably Brashad Perryman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I think Justin Watson had the better game. Over Brashad Perryman, uh, but Perryman's the better. Receiver. He had a uh, he had fourteen fantasy points. Watson had more, I believe. Justin did Watson. he have more than fourteen? Did Justin Watson have the fourteen? Or are you saying Brashad no, Perryman? Did? Perryman did. Yeah, I think I think I'm not entirely sure, but I, I feel like I saw Watson had a better game. He had Watson. Oh yeah, Watson. Had, they both had fourteen. Okay, yeah. There you go. So. I mean, this is if if the fantasy points that Mike Evans usually gets gets spreads out spread out between Bashad Perryman, then it's not Watson, worth it at all. Yeah. Then it's not worth it. But I think, like Justin Watson is a slot receiver, so uh-huh. I I don't think that he's going to be a guy that like Chris Godwin would have to get work, hurt for you know Justin Watson to really ascend into that role. I think it was just for a lack of a better option. I think Perryman, who's been slightly involved at times this year. Even like week 13 when yeah. everyone was healthy, he had six targets. Yeah. So I think Perryman could be a really good uh, guy to target uh-huh. uh, this week. Um, but I just don't. My thing Against is that Detroit you're, too. You're, getting, you're getting to that point in the season where it's like, for waiver wire, I like to pick guys up, watch them, see what they do, and then decide whether I yeah. want to start them or not. And it's like at this you point in the season, that. you're in the fantasy playoffs. You're, you know, this week's, you know, the semifinals. Next week's the championship game. Like, do you have time to pick up Rashad no. Perryman and say, oh, well, uh, you can start this guy. He plays Detroit this week, right? Is yes. what you said? Yep. Um, so would you start Perryman or Justin Watson against Detroit? <sighs> We're would, assuming Jameis Winston's would, playing, by the way. So if you listen yes. to this podcast, you're like, this Friday, Jameis Winston's not playing. You're telling me to start Watson. Shut up. <laughs> Um, Skip past this section. Uh, only if 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 Winston's in, obviously. Yeah. I, I would. I think there's so many injuries at wide receiver that people yeah, are going to be just gonna desperate. Say, They're going to be desperate. If you have a lot of injuries, like what if you have two of Devonte Parker, okay, Calvin Ridley, Mike Evans, and who's who's the other guy that got hurt this week? No idea. There was another receiver. Yeah. Oh, Cal, uh, you said Ridley already, right? Yeah. Devontae Parker. Calvin Ridley. Mike Evans. Who's the other guy? <laughs> there was four of them. Just Whatever. Just keep you'll know if you listen to this podcast. If you have four wide receivers and you're Or you'll know lineup, if he's on your team and he's injured. Forget about it. Anyway, okay. if one your one or even two of your receivers are injured this week okay. and you're really desperate, I think he could be an option. Okay. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, Deontay Johnson made his return this week. Um, he was okay. Um, he didn't really have a great fantasy week, no, but he, he showed his explosiveness. I, he, I, I don't remember a season with so little kick returns and punt returns for touchdowns, but uh, Deontay Johnson had one this Sunday. So. Oh yeah, hey, yeah. Um, I, we 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 calculate the uh, the kick returns and punt returns into our fantasy points in our league. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't think anyone else. Ty Hilton's still week to week in terms of coming back, so I don't think he'll play. If they don't make the playoffs, I don't think he'll play the rest of the season. Um, Pascal has been a weekly maybe pickup. Um, I know Anthony Miller was a guy that um, our writer, uh, Adam Hutchison, discussed. Uh, do you have any interest in him? Um, he he could be an option. I just 
So this week he had 11. Four targets, four, 42 yards, and He's a touchdown. He's up against Green Bay this week, so I'm not crazy about him. But he has been good the last two weeks. And right. He's another one of those guys. If you have an injury, he could be an option. But yeah. I think I would probably take those other first two guys we talked about. Now, here's here's a guy that um, I here's think – does. Here's I need to stop that. Um, here's a guy that I think deserves discussion is Russell Gage or Goggs. Yes, or, he was – yeah. Gog, gag, yeah. Russell, gag. It's, I don't even know how to say your name, bro. It's Gage. Gage, thank you. You should put a U after the A, and we'll be unconfused. Anyway, Gage is spelt though G A G E. No, it's not. It's yeah, G A U G. I know two people that are named Gage, and they're both. Oh, like you're that. talking about the name spelling? Yeah. You know two people named Gage? I do. Well, that's a discussion for a different day, I guess. How do you know two people with the name Gage? That's the you, first time I've seen that in my whole life, and you know you, two people. You've never met anyone named Gage? No. Ever. Or even, have you ever even heard of the name before? No. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, okay. That's very strange. <laughs> you <laughs> seem so, like, confused oh that I, I not only have I'm met, I'm like, but I've I never even heard it before. I saw that name for the first time. like, how do you even say that? You're over here like, yo, dude, I know two Gages. <laughs> What? I'm surprised you've never met anyone or heard of the name. I must not before. get around. I guess you much. don't. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, uh, what were you gonna say about Russell Gage? Um, I like him now yeah. that Calvin Ridley is out because some receiver missed time earlier this year. I don't remember if it was Julio or Calvin Ridley. But I think it was. Him. I think he got like 14 points. Yeah, no, he's not bad. So it, now that with Ridley out, I, they're gonna throw him the ball. Yeah. Um, he's gonna get targets. We'll see if he produces or not, but if you have it yep. again, he's another guy. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Bless you, dude. Wow, that was Someone's gross. Someone's talking about me. Probably, probably <laughs> not in a good way because of my starts and sits. Oh, wow. Anyway, if you have an injury, yeah, I think he could be an, another now, play. Here's the problem. He played San Francisco this week. Never mind. In San Francisco. <laughs> Against Jacksonville Week 16, maybe. Yeah. But Against San Francisco. Sometime. Outside of that, I'm, I'm not really. But there's, yeah. I think now, I mean, okay, so we've seen Miami, and this is the last thing we'll talk about because there's not, <laughs> we don't have a lot of time left, but we've seen Miami, Devontae Parker out with a concussion most likely. Uh-huh. Um, it, do, you, do you look at all at Alan Hearns or a young guy named uh, Isaiah Ford, or do you just say, okay, uh, Devontae Parker was a different beast? And just, I think Devontae Parker yeah, was it. a different beast. Okay. I think if you do look at anyone, though, it should be Alan Hearns, but yep. I'm not okay. crazy about him. Uh, let's talk about tight ends really quickly. Obviously, this week, David Njoku, I think, a pickup of the week against the Arizona Cardinals. So did Njoku have a good week? I don't even know. I don't, I don't. I don't even care. It's against the Arizona Cardinals. Now I'm sorry about telling you to pick up Vance McDonald. He had one catch you. for three yards, but did get hurt in the game. I tried to tell you, bro. So have some forgiveness for me. He played the Bengals. I started him. He had one catch for one yard. Yeah. So he had uh, three targets, one catch, four yards. Steven Njoku did in that game. Ugh. Um. So that's they gross. Three targets. I would think that against Cleveland, Njoku is a talented enough tight end to have a good game. Yes. So I, I think if you need a tight end this week, you have like Mark Andrews with the possibility of maybe playing, maybe not playing. With that knee injury, they considered it minor, but we still don't know what he's actually going to do. He plays on Thursday night, so that'll be cleared up really fast, and you can decide whether you're not, you know, whether or not you want David Njoku. But if you do have Mark Andrews, or you do have Jared Cook, 
I would pick up David and Joku just to put him on your bench and and hold him for right now to see what happens with those guys. Obviously, Cook's not going to play, but uh-huh. if if Mark Andrews doesn't play on Thursday night, then you have David and Joku ready to go. So I have a question. Yeah, somebody that has not been used all year, mm-hmm. but with Mike Evans out, the bust of the year at OJ Howard is OJ Howard worth a pickup <laughs> if he's available. Um. I you know what I think he'll actually get targeted more with with Mike Evans. See, I do oh, think he, he will I, a little bit, but we've just seen it's this. So gross. Uh, <laughs> I I can't believe this. I didn't share this statistic. If you have Jared Cook on your team, there's like there are certain things that if you have Jared Cook on your team, who uh, is probably out this week, I would shoot I would shoot the wall and bang my head against. Uh, sorry, I should say I should bang my head up against the wall and just do it and get OJ Howard. But there's okay. probably other options. Like you're probably gonna have David and Joko in your league. Um, probably rather start. Tyler Higby has had two fantastic weeks in a row. If Gerald um, Everett comes back, though, he's if Gerald Everett comes back, then obviously that's not a good situation for him. But he's only owned in 14 percent of leagues. He kind of missed the window. Yeah. People are gonna spend unruly amounts of waiver budget on him now. Um, one guy that has actually been interesting, and I, I think you would like to hear some of the numbers for this one guy is Ian Thomas because Greg Olson has, I believe been hurt. Okay. Something like that. So Ian Thomas is the backup tight end um, for the Carolina Panthers in the last two weeks. He's had, uh, he had 10 targets this past week, four targets the week before Um, this week. He had 10, he had 10 targets, five receptions was gross, 57 yards and a touchdown. Um, The week before he only had 24 yards on four targets. Yeah. Greg Olson did not play. So with Greg Olson out, with Greg Olson out, it doesn't look like Ian Thomas is going to be straight away from. Um, and so I think he's a good pickup as well. And then the honorable mention, if if you haven't already, uh, oh, oh Chris Herndon, but Chris Herndon, <laughs> Mike Kosicki, especially if he's on the waiver wire, he's had he's had last week he had a bad game with only five targets, but. Since they put Ryan Fitzpatrick in, he's had six or more targets in every game with the exception of last week. Yeah. Um, I think he should be in your lineup if you don't have a tight end. Uh, if he's on your he, waiver wire, pick him up now. He did only have one catch this week for uh, 20. No, sorry. Yeah. He had one catch for six yards. Right. But like you said, he did have five targets. So it's not like it was like one catch for, off two targets. Right. Like five targets isn't terrible for a tight end. No, it's not at all. So I, I like that. Um, and with Devontae Parker out. Yeah. So that is it for the uh, waiver wire segment of our show. We're going to quickly go over our streamer of the week. Okay. Um, and so I'll start with mine, and then we'll end the show. Um, I got Jimmy G against Atlanta. Jimmy G. Love you, Jimmy G. He had a monster game this past week. So it's going gonna, it's gonna, to – you know what? You get to this point in the season, you have your waiver budget. You need to freaking sell your waiver budget entirely for this guy. You uh-huh. were in the fantasy playoffs. Your waiver budget isn't going to be there next year. It's not going to be there in two, three weeks. You don't get an extra payout at, your fa- at the not. end of your fantasy season for having an extra fob. Sell the get to sell your fob and get this guy now against Atlanta. I think it's a great matchup, and I think he's a perfect streamer for this week. And then you drop him, and somebody else picks him up for the bad matchup. The following week. <laughs> yeah. Um. Would I be so Garoppolo is my guy as well. Yeah. Uh. He was. He before I even say my guy Garoppolo is the best option. Yeah, yeah. Um, by far, if Garoppolo is not available in your league and it's a lot deeper, yeah, I think there's a guy. It's very disgusting. I understand. Yep. Especially I, after I the week he just had. 
It's Baker Mayfield. Yep, there it is um, against Arizona, man. That's it's. I know it's such. A, he had he went eleven of twenty four. So gross. Two picks. So freaking. So gross. terrible. But against Arizona, again, if Garoppolo's out there, get Garoppolo. But yeah, if again, if you need a quarterback and there's not a lot of options out there, I think Mayfield against Arizona, who ranks thirty second against quarterbacks, dead last. Yeah, it should be a shootout, and another week of Njoku. You would think Mayfield can have a decent game this week. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, that'll do it for our waiver wire ads and streaming options. Be sure to listen tomorrow as we discuss our booms and busts. That'll do it for this episode. Don't forget to check out our website at thefantasychampions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to uh, talk to us tomorrow. Or talk to us tomorrow. I'm going to talk to you. We're gonna, yeah, listen to, us tomorrow. listen to us tomorrow. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Fantasy Chips. See you later. So- Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.